Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. This is Ricey, and you've heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I recommend that you give Josh a call is simple, trust and results. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad you did. And don't forget to ask him why it is 48 minutes. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid in Endorser. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Roycey, you're back from Boston. What's going on? Uh, yeah, we uh, we let the uh, for- weather forecast frighten us. Uh, we were going to stay up in Gloucester, the great fishing village. Perfect storm. That's where they left from. We had a, we had a place up there for two, three nights. Then we're going to fly back on Wednesday. And uh, on Friday, they were, they were issuing high seas warnings for all of Massachusetts. And uh, so we uh, changed our flight and did all that. And now now it appears you could have uh, just been there and everything would have uh, been fine. Course. But, uh, you know, one of, the, one of the big attractions of the trip was going to be a whale watching on Monday. But if you got high seas, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not, and it's a, some kind of a catamaran type thing, I guess, that she booked us on. I don't want to be in a catamaran in high seas. And uh, no. so uh, we bailed up. But uh, anyway, that's, uh, that's Whale it. watching. Are you really disappointed? And I wouldn't mind seeing a whale. I saw. I, I went to one in Hawaii and we saw a couple. Okay. But, but they weren't like next to the boat. You know, right. I think that's a whale. <laughs> That looks like sure. That's not a big dolphin, rather than a whale, but it looks like a whale. Uh, but uh, you know, looking for entertainment. I would have. I was looking forward to eating the fish that came right out of the sea. That about is the, yes, okay. ten minutes ago. That's oh, what that's I good. was looking for. Oh. You know, and then uh, we were at Newburyport once, which is north of that, a little thirty miles or something. And on the dock, you just go down there. They throw paper on the floor on the table and they bring you one pounders little one pound lobsters but you eat about six of them it's unbelievable oh. right now you want another one? yeah we'll have another one yeah but back then they were probably 10 bucks a piece now they're probably 25 or something but uh yeah that's uh that's what i was looking forward to the okay seafood uh dining but uh we called it off came back the uh so on saturday i get to harvard stadium and I've heard these rumors about how horrible it is to get to the press box, which is a makeshift thing that sits on top of a stadium that the structure was basically built in 1903, right? Mm-hmm. They they put at least $5,000 in it since. I mean, it's it, it was originally 65000 Now it's 36000 I don't think they removed anybody. They just removed any space. But all benches. All benches, and it's the old benches on top of old cement, and then back behind in the open area behind, there's 
some plastic looking stuff that maybe maybe if you're a booster that's their excuse for a suite or something but it's still outdoors and the thing is and they're proud that it's decrepit you know okay harvard has 42 varsity sports counting men and women 42 wow. squash sailing everything they have everything and then they got a bunch of club sports too but stuff that we don't even know is a collegiate sport they have mm-hmm. so but they're they're their main athletic building is ah, 42 sports. Their main athletic building is about the size maybe of the Hubbard building. Maybe not that big. Maybe not as big as that. So, you know, here's the squash office. It's as, it's as big as this room here. But this is where the squash coach and his assistant coach hang out. Sure. So, anyway. So, I hear the – and then St. Thomas is going to have a – here's a good stat for you. St. Thomas is built on 80 acres. Harvard has 5,000 acres This the, that the wow. campus owns. It's sprawling, you know. So St. Thomas is going to have this uh, tailgate, right, in in a tent that they build. So I get there early. I'm going to go over and see some of them, you know, just mingle and see. Well, that's a good half mile from the stadium, right? I get off on the stadium. You get dropped off at the stadium. Then you get over there and ask Phil Eston's there. And he said, I'd, I'd heard uh, horror stories about the climb to the press box, which is on top of the makeshift thing. Sure. Makes Memorial stadium press box look plush by comparison. <laughs> Plus I put this on Twitter too. Don't grab one of their little wrap sandwiches. Got raisins and lettuce and crap in it. Uh, you, you don't get any meat. There's no meat. You know, we don't, Harvard, we don't eat meat, apparently. This is the press food. Yeah, the press food. No meat. <laughs> At least the one I grabbed, they had different. This is Coca-Cina. How do I know what the hell Coca-Cina <laughs> is? It sounds like meat, doesn't it? it sounds like Italian meat. I don't know. No meat. <laughs> no meat. So that's one. That's a complaint. But Eston said, Phil Eston, the AD, says, Somebody told me it's 175 steps to the press box. Okay. Uh, up. We're going up there. Wow. And I said, it can't be that far. It can't be that far. It wasn't, but it was 102. 102. Halfway up, I started to hallucinate, and I saw an apparition of Grantland Rice walking <laughs> up, you know, walking Did up. you take a break? Hall. Oh, God, I stopped. Three times, three. I stopped. I, first time I said I'm going to do fifty because I was thinking 175. I said I thought I'd stop like eight times. I did fifty and I was dead, and because it's old concrete, yeah. just going through, just going through areas that haven't seen mankind in you know years. And I get up and uh, and then and then I stopped. I stopped. I don't know why I stopped at like. Damn near 50, but the next time I only went to 68. I stopped at 68. Well, yeah, because you're tuckering yeah. out. Then I went all the way to 90, right? Okay. So now I'm saying, <laughs> if it's 85 more steps, they're going to find my corpse <laughs> here in about five years. The next person. The DNA is going to have to be used but to identify. I, but then all of a sudden I see light, and when I come out, and it was 102. Uh, 102 by count. Then there's five more up to the press box when you walk across the oh roof. My God. But but those five, I skipped up those five. I was so damn happy. But Kelsey Whaley, who's now their PR person, she came up and down like five or six times for she had to drop stuff off. Nice to in young, in shape. Right. But she was damn near dead, you know, because climbing up there. But a hundred and two steps to get up there. And uh you know, it's and coming down. You know, later I'm coming down. I'm okay. They said there was a place over in the building to write, so you didn't have to. I didn't have to go down, go to the locker room, and then go back up 102 steps. But I got the bag on my shoulders, and I'm coming back down. And then I get to the level above the stadium, which is probably halfway up. But so I go down the steps. In inside the stadium, which made it a shorter trip, but I mean, I'm 
I'm 150 years old holding on to both, holding, you know, because going down steps and these steps were just, right. you know, there was nothing to hold on to. And I've got this thing on my bag and I said, I'm not going to live. I'm not even going to live to make, to write about this damn yeah, game. Yeah, hell of a way to go out, by the way. And then you get over to the athletic building where they got the press thing. It's 30 steps up to there. And then I got to go down 30 steps to go talk to the St. Thomas guys and then come back up 30 steps. So I got 180 in. I got 180 in by the time I'm started. Harvard was trying to get you in shape <laughs> yes, between the no-meat sandwich yes, and, and the steps. Yeah, and I'm running. My energy, I'm running on raisins, for God's sake. No beef <laughs> raisins. No hammer pork raisins are the only thing between me and malnutrition. <laughs> what a... Oh. But it was, you know, it was an interesting place to be. But nobody, St. Thomas had maybe six, seven hundred people there, and Harvard didn't have over twice that. There was, I read your column. It sounds it like it was probably empty, like huh? three thousand people there, and a thirty-six thousand. I'm sure when they play Yale, they fill it up, and some of those others. But uh, yeah, they were, you know, they were just much better than than they had better athletes. They were faster, and uh, you know. They only play 10 games a year. They don't give scholarships, but they give, you know, if you're a football player and you're academically okay, you you know, you get to go to Harvard for great, mm-hmm. you know, and they get big, big, everybody that goes there gets academic help, you know, and stuff like that. So they had some good athletes. One kid from Winona, a linebacker, McKeesky or something, he was, he made a big play. And then uh, there's a kid from uh, Edina that played with Quinn Carroll who's there, but he's been injured and hasn't played much. But the only way he got an extra year, you know, they don't redshirt there. So right. you you start as a freshman, boom, this is your first year, you're done in four years, right? The only way Kavanaugh, this Matt Kavanaugh kid who blew out his knee the first year, was get an extra year was not to come out for football, not to be involved in the football program the next year. So then they that didn't count against them. But their red shirt is not showing up, you know. So not, you're not part of the program. Not part of the program. You got to be drop out of the program and then come back. And but he he played with Carroll and was a really good player, but he blew out his knee. So anyway, that's uh, that's my story. And uh, I'm still survived. I'm survived. But boy, I tell you, then we we changed our flight, so we had nice seats coming out, but coming back, we ended up in row squeezed into row thirty four. I. Trying to be nice to the bride, who isn't completely pleased with some of the goings on here. I took the middle seat, and you're cramped in one of those seats in the back. They damn near had to call the fire department to get me out of there. My knees were so bad after oh. taking 102 steps. So it was uh, it was a, a marathon, but uh, you know it was interesting. I've, I've seen Harvard now. I don't have to go back, but it's uh, it's quite a place. Uh, you know, and it's actually, I didn't realize this. The football stadium is actually on the Boston side of the Charles River. You go over a little bridge and, and go to the football stadium. But uh, it's a sprawling place. There's there's 7,500 or so undergrads, and I bet there's at least that many graduate students there with all the, oh, sure. you know, with all the stuff yeah, the programs. over there. So, And Harvard uh, Square is a, uh, that was another uh, mishap on uh, Friday. I had this uh, Uber driver who wasn't a real sports guy take me over there to Harvard Stadium. He dropped me off at Harvard Square and said, you go right through there, I think. Oh No, that was a mile away from the stadium, so I had to hoof it, I had to hoof it down the hill a mile. What are you waiting on, like 175? <laughs> yeah. And then I wanted to go back to the hotel where the St. Thomas people were staying on Friday yeah. to see what was going on. As another mile back. I put in more mileage than I have in 10 years. You should years. get one of those watch things, the step deals. <laughs> yes, I should. Your it steps was, would have been incredible. It was, a, it was, it was uh, man, it was, a, it was a painful experience, I'll tell you, because I'm not, not equipped for that. You know, I take the elevator up from the Hubbard cafeteria to the second floor, generally, instead of walking up. Right. Well, you got the bad news. I'm amazed with your knees yeah. that that you could make it up. What what one hundred three steps you said? 
Yeah, 102 steps. 102 steps. I'm amazed with your mm-hmm. the condition of your knees. Uh-huh. That you made it up there. That's great. The uh the uh not the amount of times that I cast the granddaughter of all curse words starting with mother. <laughs> Uh, it had to be eight, eight, at least eight times. And you could say it because there were nobody else there except ghosts of guys who covered Harvard, Yale in 1924. <laughs> you know, it was an experience. You yeah, know? it sounds like it. Yeah, it was great. So, and nothing going on here. So, eat stress free this spring with Factor's delicious, ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. Tailored to your schedule, customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little you need. You can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Factor is your solution for fast premium meals without the need for cooking. Also discover more than 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up those springtime goals. Head to factormeals.com slash unchained50 and use code unchained50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while subscription is active. That's code unchained50 at factormeals.com. You know, the bad thing was, though, because the football, because the Vikings were on Amazon and we were in Boston, obviously Amazon's not on the hotel. Right. You know, TV. And the two sports bars I went to, it wasn't on there either. It had Navy in Memphis. You know, yeah, was Amazon wasn't, you know, the old sports bars. That's a problem. The old I, sports, I found that. Yep. The old sports bars and, and you know, yep. Broad Bunnies probably didn't have the game. I don't know. You got to, are they going to fly? You know what I'm saying? Well, it's on Channel 9 here because they, they, oh, that's they right sell here. it off. Yeah, to that's a, right. But you're right. Like if that had been Nationally. Steelers and Browns, I don't yeah, think it's nationally. on. I don't know. I don't think it is I don't either. think bars have that. Because they didn't. You know, they had Netflix. Well, you didn't miss much. Showtime. I'm going to tell you that right now. No, it was, uh, it was, uh, the score was actually closer than the game, uh, kind of. Or yes, what? the score, yeah. Got, yeah. And they, they, uh, can't run the ball and they couldn't stop the run. How does that guy, what did he rush for? 150 some odd yards. And they were at rush for 250, Two, yeah. didn't it? Yes. Wow. That's that hasn't yep, happened Swift. too often in modern NFL. Well, that does not happen. Pat, they had one drive that went 16 plays, 13 runs, and every one of the runs got about probably an average of five to seven yards. So who they no wi- big breakaway who runs. they wiping out? Everybody. Well, the, oh, they got losing that Tomlinson hurt, right? It does. Yeah, and they they don't want to play because they're, they're afraid of the pass game. They don't want to play uh, their big guys up front together. So Harrison Phillips was in for probably 13 of the plays. Mm-hmm. This Tonga guy that I thought that they liked was in for like two of them. Wow. And this Dean Lowry guy they signed from the Packers, I think, was in for one. And I think the only time that they had two big guys in at all together was once with Tonga and Lowry. So they want this uh, Phillips guy to be their run stuffer, but... Uh, I guess. Uh, I mean, he's not... running outside him, so... Yeah, and he's not and he's not a run stuffer. You know, so where, I are think they like going off, where are they going off tackle? Most of most of the plays pretty. They no, they're go going right up the, No, they're going right up the middle. Wow, because there's nobody there to stop them. They, I swear to God, Swift got to the got to the the safeties and corners almost every single time. Wow, before he got brought down. What linebacker do we want making some tackles? Well, Hicks because pace is small. Mm-hmm. Asamoah doesn't play basically. Yeah, what a, yeah, he was the guy. I, I, I don't think Flores trusts. Uh, I think their biggest problem is Flores mm-hmm. doesn't trust. A number of these guys to play. He doesn't trust Osama. He doesn't play Booth. They don't play Booth. They don't play Scene. Mm-hmm. Pat um, Metellus got so they play three safeties a ton. Yeah, Metellus got hurt. He came back. Got hurt early in this game. Theo Jackson, yes, played. Scene didn't play. He had a really uh, interception. Yeah, he? he did. But Scene didn't play. Wow. So they were. So at this point in time, there were what five safeties in. Yeah, uh, five safeties in, and Scene still can't play. So when they're running you out like that, we don't put uh, Harrison Smith up in the box anymore to stop it. We're they tried to bring guys th- down, but they couldn't. Mm. They couldn't at the point of attack. They got beat every single time. Wow, 
Yeah, that's uh, and they can't run. It's the ball. amazing that when you give up that many yards running and you, the time of possession is ungodly. Yep, that you're that you're in the game. Yeah, what I guess throwing a couple of hurts hurt two interceptions did he throw? Uh, he threw one or two, Just but a, but the maddening thing was this too. So Philadelphia's passing game, which got off to a bad start in Week One, Philadelphia's passing game was so bad in the first quarter that the that the Eagles fans were booing them off the field. Wow! So they said, "Screw it, we'll run," and the mm. Vikings couldn't adjust. Wow! Yeah, that was uh, yeah. I saw those numbers, and I having not watched the game, I saw the numbers. I said, "How does this? Game, how are they in the game? You know?" And they how can't about run. the turnovers. Oh yeah, seven and two games. They uh oh seven fumbles right uh and one six, interception six fumbles one, one interception they had I saw this stat two fumble lost in their when they were eight and one last year now they got six they got six right yep that's uh that's that's I, I saw O'Connell's quotes and he was right it's amazing we were in the two games considering the turnovers that. Tampa might not be as bad as we thought they were, too. Well, Baker lighting it up, three hundred yards. The Bears are are oh, the Bears are still. I thought the Bears were going to be improved. The Bears are still awful. Justin Fields. Yeah, no, you've been right. I don't. He he doesn't throw the ball where they're going. He throws it where they're standing. That doesn't work. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're. I'm. I am glad the Bears got their ass kicked. Not because they're Bears, but because they wore those orange jerseys. You are not the Bears running around out there in orange. What a bunch of jackasses. Get the blue on, for God's sakes. What the hell is wrong with you? Papa Bear is rolling over in his crypt. I thought they were the Buccaneers when I turned yeah, around at first. I was like, is that the Buccaneers with their uh, old creamsicles? Uh, now that you played like that in those jerseys, will you see your common sense and give them up? They're not and good, though. Next, the Packers are going to be playing in what? Pink or some damn thing? They should be playing <laughs> pink. But uh, Well, how, how about like the Gophers now wearing black sometimes? Yeah. yeah. You're, I come, hate it. Maroon and gold. Yes. Like, maroon, do something with, with maroon and gold. Just, yes. Yeah, you can do anything with maroon. You can do anything with maroon. It's a nice neutral color. But, but this uh, division this division has a chance to just be terrible. So I, I've decided we're infatuated with the Lions, Pat. Because they've been so bad for so long yes. that if they're going to be halfway decent, we think to ourselves, this is the new Lions. Yeah, and they beat the Chiefs because they got a bunch of receivers who, you know, the, you got the best quarterback in the history of the game. You got a bunch of receivers who couldn't play for yeah. less steckle, for God's sake. If sense. Kelsey plays, the Chiefs yeah. win. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, that Chris and Jones right too. now they need Kelsey more than... They've ever needed him with these. I saw these guys dropped a couple of more, uh, yep. you know, big plays, and they only. How does that defense though hold uh, Jacksonville to nine points? What's what happened to Trevor Lawrence? Jacksonville, I believe, was zero of seven in the red zone. Wow, wow. Which I think tied a mark that that hadn't been. I think the last time a team went over seven in the red zone in a single game was the Far Packers way back when. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they'd be a lot better if Trevor got a haircut, but that's just me, <clears throat> you know. You know, I don't. I don't mind a. I don't mind a brother with, you know, long hair that you know does something with it. But yeah, you look like a hillbilly kid. Come on, just well, worry. Don't worry about your. Don't worry about your look as much as throwing the ball accurately. He never cut the hair though. No, he's so the, a, he's a uh, he's a hell of an athlete. But I didn't see much of that game. But, so the uh, Bears stink. Detroit's okay, oh, yeah, they're way, way and the Packers completely oh, they blew lost that, that game. game. Yeah, he's, you know, loves an athlete, but he's still really unsure of himself. Yeah. I, I, down the stretch well, when they had a chance to win a game. When Rodgers finally got to start in 08, he was not the guy that, that we saw no, like t- two no, years after. No. So, But this guy is, I mean, okay, 25-24, you got a chance, and he doesn't. How about... By the way, speaking of terrible, how about Russell Wilson? Now he gets they get away with the you know the hail mary. But did you see their last drive before the hail? Yeah. What are you doing? Throwing six yard passes with twenty seconds to go. Throw it up for grabs. He he doesn't want an interception on his record. You got to throw the damn thing up for grabs thirty yards down the field. You don't have any timeouts left. He's terrible. What happened to him? He's awful. I think Peyton's about done with him, too. Sean yeah. Payton, I think, detests him. Yeah, maybe he does. Yeah. But by the way, 
So you get the Hail Mary, the greatest play ever. Then they mug the receiver in the end zone and they don't call penalty. The NFL officiating drives me crazy. Why is that not pass interference? They had his hands all no over. No clue. They're holding him up. They yep. have his pass uh, hands all over him. You just pulled off this miracle play. That the what is you know what is a penalty and what is not? It's always been bad in the NFL. You didn't know, but this is this is the game. If a guy gets held, mugged. With the game on the line, you got to call it, don't you? I mean, so the the last play in overtime of Seattle Detroit, Aiden Hutchinson, they showed it was held about three times, mm-hmm. and they didn't call it. Yeah, so it's a touchdown. Yeah. Oh, Seattle. Yeah, uh, they were holding the Hutchinson. Seattle guy mugged. Hut- he basically grabbed the back of his jersey so he couldn't get at the quarterback, wow. Geno Smith. But yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. So it seems like unless you're Hockley or one of the other guys, they're being instructed, don't call penalties. You know, we call too many penalties or something. Because, I mean, stuff that there's no, you know, all of a sudden there's a penalty holding in the secondary. And then they show it and it's, you know, a little push, a little grab. And then game's out of line. Guy's held. Guy's pushed. Guys prevented from getting to the ball. Yep. Nah, nah, that's okay. Let's let the game end here. First of all, if you're an official, and I'm saying, I just pulled off one of the greatest miracle plays of all time. Ball bounced off four helmets, and he caught it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him a chance to make a two pointer here and play overtime, so people can talk about it for a week. Instead, you let him get away with it. It's. Uh, I think I think NFL officiating is the uh, is a, is more frustrating even the NBA uh, baseball umpiring and anything because of the tremendous inconsistency. Yep, I know, and I know there's a penalty on every play, but at some point, you know, you you can't you can't call nothing and then call a mug and then not call a mugging. You got to have there's got to be a standard of some some way. So anyway. But the Vikes, uh, that'll be an interesting game Sunday, right? Because the Chargers. That's two desperate teams right they're there. They're trying to run everybody. I, I looked at Twitter after the Chargers. It's all Brandon Staley's fault. Yeah. It's all Staley's and, fault. And he, did, did you see his post game? No. He melted down because somebody, a reporter, asked about the Jacksonville loss still and how, how much that playoff, because they, you know, completely, what, blew a. 25-point lead. Oh, really? Somebody brought that so, up? Somebody said, how much does this have to do with the carry over that Jacksonville <laughs> oh, game? And he lost. He didn't lose it completely, but he got very annoyed and said yeah. it has nothing to do with that. Yes. It's a very different team, Yes, but uh, he was ticked off. They got a hell of an offense, but they can't stop anybody. So the Vikings are going to – so is Madison just not a good running back? Uh, Madison is probably not, not as good as the Vikings would have hoped, but the offensive line is, is also not done a good job. So Darius banged up. How much did he play? He didn't play. Didn't play. He okay. dressed, but he didn't play. Okay, yeah, he dressed. So who's playing left tackle then? Uh, it was Oli Udo until he's he blew out, out for his, the year, right? Blew out his quad, so he's out for the year. They brought in the uh, that uh, Quisenberry that they picked up. Oh, they from they've had him for ten minutes. The, right? Yeah, he played the end of the game and didn't play well. Um, Cleveland and and Ingram, who's just awful, still are at the guards. And this Austin Schlotman is at mm-hmm. center now. And he's a journeyman. And he's a journeyman. Yeah, and he's not. And so got on me. You know, this. what was the year that Zim had some hopes? And then and the uh, our guy uh, Boone was here that end, right? And they all got hurt. Remember that? I mean, the line was yep. shaky. The yep. line was shaky. And then by the end of the year. No one was left. They were playing nobody. Nelflein got hurt. And they brought in a bunch of wily old veterans, and they yeah they signed, they, they signed, signed long, Boone. they signed yeah yeah that, Boone was brought in as uh, as a free agent signing in the offseason, yeah, but they signed another long. another guy. They brought in another guy too, Boone and somebody else, right? And then then they brought in Long out of desperation, yeah. and he hadn't done anything left. Yeah, and it but this he got is, hurt. You, you know, people said ah, they don't, they never worry. The, the Twitter just loves. It. I heard, in fact, Twitter. I heard. Uh, I heard uh, Pete Nigerian and uh, is it Dave Schwartz. Schwartz? Yeah, and Dave is just—they never address their offensive line. Well, they—they 
Maybe used. They're all high draft Five picks. number one or two players. They just screwed it they've up. Attempted to, they've attempted. They got a left tackle who's going to be, who people think is great, who can't stay healthy. They got a right tackle who is pretty damn good. They got a left guard who they drafted high who's acceptable, right, Cleveland? Uh, yes. Got, yeah. He's and, acceptable. And then they got. Second round. Then they got a center who uh, they got conned into giving a long-term he's contract because he was okay last year, but he's hurt all the time. He's got a bad back. Yeah, he's got a bad back. I don't want a center with a bad back. No. And you guess what? This is what happens to offensive lines. Did you see the shocking news that David Bakhtari is hurt for the Packers? That is it. When do they say, go away? You never play more than four games. Yes. We're going to start the season. Yeah, we got, we're got we solid at left tackle with a guy who's going to play, uh, you know, Byron Buxton's an Iron Man compared to this stiff. And they keep bringing him back and thinking he can. And then, then, they, then they're saying, well, our offensive line's all banged up. Bakhtari's hurt. No kidding. We've no been kid. waiting for him to come back, I swear to God, since 2020. <laughs> I know, at least. At least. Well, we, you know, they helped. Because they gave him a huge contract, if they you remember. They gave him a huge contract even after he'd been hurt yeah. some, right? Yes. So it's, it's, this is a, listen, I was saying this to somebody yesterday. You have 300-pound men trying to perform athletic feats that 300-pound men can't perform uh, as far as mobility and stuff like that. These these guys are too damn big not to get hurt because you got them. I got you're pulling. I want you to, you know, you know, you got to come over, move over here a spot and block this guy. Right. You got to. You got to have good feet. You weigh three ten. You're not going to be adroit. Adroit is not, and you got them trying to do adroit things. And there's about twenty of them in the world that can do it. Everybody else either is not good at it or is going to get hurt trying to do it. It's a, it's an impossible situation. It's the, it's the worst job in sports. Offensive line, tackle to tackle. If you have the ability, if you're a kid now, a young guy, and you have the ability to play there, and and you're nimble, you get moved to de- defensive line instantly. That's yeah. the thing too. Yeah, and then they can because uh, you're going to you make know, more across the board. They then. can't hit you in the head anymore, right? But uh, you know they can. You know you don't know where they're going. They know where they're going. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, the Vikings have tried very hard. They've not done a good job, but they have tried no, very hard. Those are have. all I mean, picks. This whole idea, oh, we got to, you know, the one consistency about all the administrations here is that they never care about the offensive line. Now, Zimmer, I mean, uh, Spielman, you could have given him a little heat there for about three, four years, right? Yes. But they've never had a good offensive line. Well, I don't know. 98 was pretty damn good. You know, when you got a left tackle who plays every game like Stussy did and some of those guys. Then, you know, we used to complain about Stussy. Mm-hmm. If you had Stussy now, you'd have a parade. Well, you like, know? well and he played by Randall McDaniel. Yeah, right. It was the best. And then, you know what, Chili? Your guy, to his credit, the moment uh, he Hutchinson, got here, yeah. he said the place we start is the offensive and defensive lines. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, you know, got Hutchinson in here. Saying, yeah, we, they, nobody's ever cared about it. How about Hutchinson? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Who set the market for guards? Yes. That started this whole thing. Yes, but it's uh, you know it's it's the place where finding one of those rare people that can actually do it is very difficult, and then having them stay on the field is very difficult. Yes, because they're doing stuff they're not supposed to do because they're big fat guys. They're big over muscled guys who it's a brutal it's a brutal thing, and it's not. It's not because of indifference, you know. It also takes a mental toughness that yes. is a, a, you. Yes. Ha, I mean, H- Hutchinson was an sob on game day. He'd he'd rip your head off. They're odd cat. They're odd guys because they know they have the worst job yep. in America. Yep. I'll never forget interviewing uh, Habib and who, who's the the two guys that left for the. the uh, left together. Denny ran them both out of here. The good player that. Oh, Gary Zimmerman. Uh, yeah, Gary Zimmerman. Oh, Zimmerman was all. And Habib, 
And they got to Denver, and they wouldn't – the five offensive linemen, and they, they stayed on the field pretty consistent, wouldn't talk to the media. You know, they that. wouldn't – none of them wouldn't talk to the media. But after they won that playoff game in uh, – in where was it? Well, they didn't win in Pittsburgh, did they? Where did they win? I was covering an AFC title game. And they were – I got – I skipped. Come on, you know, come on, Minnesota. And they were willing to rip Denny to me. <laughs> you know, they they broke the they the broke, silence was broke, broke so the they could rip Denny. Broke so they could lip, rip Denny. But that's like offensive lines are like that. They're different cats. They're different human beings. And if you can keep five of them on the field, nobody can keep five of them on the field for an entire season. Mm-mm. And and what makes you think? You know, once in a while, you can have a guy like uh, the uh, Errol Linden, right? Errol Linden, Linden, right? Played all six positions. You know, he'd play all across the line. The Vikings had him. What was the the backup? Everett, 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 Lindsey, Everett, Lindsey. Yeah, I'm Errol Linden was played before and didn't play. Everett Lindsey, though, he had five guys, and then if somebody got hurt, he could come in and be competent, right? Right. But you know. People are saying, "Wow, well, somebody gets hurt, they don't have a backup." Nobody does. If you if you're good, somebody gives you a lot of money to go sign with them as a free agent, and you know you you can't afford to pay seven of them for God's sake. You're lucky to get can pay. You know, if you, if you get five of them, you're not going to get to the finish line. That's one of them, one of them's going to get hurt more than two. And if it's David Bakhtari, it's a hundred percent. It is incredible he's still yeah, there. Yeah, he's I don't know why he doesn't just give it up. Yeah, I don't know. He's got all cut this a money. settlement. Yes, cut a settlement. Go home, dude. Yeah, yeah right. It's uh, become an analyst. Yeah, well, yeah, and every time, every time you hear one of their games, like late in the season, well, Bakhtari's questionable, well, but they think maybe they can get him back. He's out right now too. Yeah, he is. I was that's watching the start of that Falcons game. Yeah, right yeah, in, you know. that's what got. That's what. Here's the injury list. That was one of those times when I'm reading the paper in the morning and the Katie's in the room looking at her computer and I bellow out a no bleep. And she's what? what are you talking about? And I says, David Bartari's hurt. What do you think of that? And she still thought you're crazy. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. So anyway, I didn't uh, I didn't get to see our golfs either, of course, because that was uh, that was in the I was at the Harvard St. Thomas game. That was another game that was closer than it should have been, right? Yeah, I was going to say your your description of what happened to the Tommies yeah. is fairly close. Mm-hmm. North Carolina, more athletes, um, Gophers, and and here here's the thing too. Fleck is how far into his head coaching career now? Uh, Eleven came years, in seventeen. Yeah, oh, County like Western Michigan, just head County coaching. Western Michigan. Eleven, yeah. His in-game coaching, <laughs> Pat, mm-hmm. is unbelievably poor. Do you think he's overruling his offensive coordinator? Well, there's two plays that come to, to mind. And and look, there is no way that he can't have at least a say here, okay? Early in, in Saturday's game, there was a defensive formation from the golfers that he didn't like. So he burns a timeout, which in the first half is mm-hmm. fine. The mm-hmm. second half might yeah. be a problem. So then, I believe it was the second quarter on the second North Carolina touchdown. It's a jailbreak. The the Tar Heels are going to keep their personnel grouping and go hurry up. Mm-hmm. The Gophers, I don't know why, are having mass substitutions. So, like, literally they're running on the field and off the field, and the Tar Heels are sitting there waiting for them to get on the field. Mm-hmm. The second they are, they're going to snap the ball. No timeout. The receiver was opened by 10 yards. Wow. On a bomb. Mm-hmm. The second one was Cole right. Kramer, that's... your guy. Yeah. Your guy comes in yeah. for for... Athen, and he, because he's got uh, cramps, the Gophers are still within striking d- distance, and somebody allows Cole Kramer to throw a pass into the end zone that he had no business throwing, and of course it's awful, and it gets picked. Yeah. How does this happen? I I don't, I do, I do not know. Now, we like Joe Rossi, that's for sure, because yeah. he's done, the, defensively, they've been, uh, they've been good, but uh, it, it's, looking at the fact that they uh, they really didn't run well or do anything well in that game. It's amazing that they weren't blowing out. I guess uh, May threw two interceptions yep. early on or something. Yep. How good does he look? He's big, huh? He's big. He's big. Um, he's got talent. You can tell. The two picks scared me a bit, though. 
He he's not he's not as polished as I probably expected for a guy who is who is seen as the surefire second pick of the draft. Mm-hmm. But that being said, it's impressive. <laughs> he's got a nice arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, here's what's a little frightening: North Carolina last the previous week yes. gave up a ton to Appalachian State and had to what two overtimes, yes. three overtime. I don't know, but at home right? even before the overtime, Appalachian State had gotten four hundred yards against them, and and you you put up thirteen points. What the hell? Yeah, the quarterback had a bad game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they say chips of chips all. You know, I trust Chip on this stuff. Big college football guy, observer. He's like he liked the kid a lot. He was excited about him when the season started. And thought he was a good upgrade, and he ripped them pretty good in the Sunday column. Yeah, about he did. What a terrible game he had. So, well, the kid I ripped himself. Yeah, he said I was terrible, but well, he's not wrong. But, but we know everything is going to be cured uh, Saturday because they get to play Northwestern. That's down there too. Right? Yes, that's it at Northwestern. Mm. Wow, it's uh, you talk about a, a stadium that's. That's going to be empty. Oh, yeah. That Harvard crowd will look like a capacity yeah. crowd. You know, compared they. To what they uh, I wonder if they've canceled the. You know, they were going to do a big remodel of the stadium. I think they pulled back on that. They did. I think they for did now. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure that if they. Well, they built the 250 million dollar place on a lake. They should turn it into condos or some damn thing. You know, they're back being Northwestern, baby. The one we grew up with. Fifty. How many in a row? Fifty-one. What a, what a year. For the Big Ten between that and the Michigan State thing? One of the great moments in my journalistic career when they beat Smokey Joe in 83 to end their however hell Was that long. Denny? Uh, yeah, Denny. Denny was like Denny's first, I think it was Denny, Denny's first Big Ten victory. Okay. And they beat the, they beat the Gophers who gave up 60 or more three times and 50 or more six times. They beat the Gophers, and they tore down the goalpost and took them down to the lake. Now, they only had about 6,000 people to do this, but they. meanwhile, we're talking to Smokey Joe outside the <laughs> locker room, and Smokey Joe announces that he won't be back next year. He's going to coach out there. That's where he That's where he gave it up. I mean, he was going to get fired anyway, right. but— but that's where he decided to concede that the season wasn't going to get turned around. Didn't we look the other couple of weeks ago? We look. We were looking at the scores there. I think it was. I'm not with me. 1983 yep. Because that's Nebraska year, right? Yeah, that's 84. The scores. The the. Uh, look it up. The scores are because I think Northwestern only got 19 against them. Everybody else, they beat Rice in the opener. My guy Ray Alborn. They beat Rice in the opener. And then uh, lost the next 10. The home opener. Nebraska was the home Let's opener. Let's see here. Gophers football, 1983. Here's the Wikipedia page. I love Wikipedia. Yeah, oh, it's great. Just they can, they'll give you scores. They don't schedule. screw that. You can't trust any. Okay, 21-17 at win, Rice. Win at Rice. Win. We want to know. Then they come home and play number one Nebraska and lose 84-13. Yes. Then they play Purdue in the Dome, and they lose 32-20. Yep. Then they go to number eight Ohio State, yeah. sixty nine to eighteen. I was at that one. <laughs> Indiana at Indiana, thirty eight thirty one. A battle of two really rotten teams. Wisconsin in the Metrodome, fifty six to seventeen. Seventeen, loss. yes. And you're right here. Good, good call at Northwestern. Then the next week, nineteen to eight loss. Yeah, was it? I remember they only had nineteen points. Yeah, what a god. At Michigan point. State, thirty four to ten loss. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Illinois comes to the Metrodome and only puts up 50. 50. 50 to 23. Michigan comes here and says, oh, hey, puts up 58, mm-hmm. 58 to 10. And then at Iowa, 61 to 10. 61 to 10. Oh, Iowa beat them sweet. the last. So what's that? 63 times and 50, how many? Uh, 63 so 80, times. So 80, 80, 60, 50. Uh, 50 again, 50, 53 okay. times 60. Six, six games over 50, yeah. three games over 60. <laughs> That was that wasn't a good team. That was and poor Smokey outscored five eighteen to one eighty one. Iowa was down there, right? Iowa was down there. Was it sixty one? Yes. Yeah, Iowa was down there. Yeah, that was. Uh, yes, that yeah. was how they ended the season on November nineteenth. Last time I saw Joe, it was at one of the many going away parties for Sid. It was at the. Uh, it was the celebrating. Uh, I think it was a CCO. 
landmark of the years he'd been there because he had a CCO. No, yeah, he had a strip one. He no, a, this was a this was a smaller one because he had the one at this was at the athletic at the uh, Minnesota club at a room. It was a room. It sure. wasn't like the big banquet hall that he had when Holtz and George and all those guys showed up. And Joe basically, I was standing there with Katie, and, and Joe basically told, came up and told me what I bleep hole I was. And uh, still bitter. All these really? Years. Yeah, still bitter. So, because I was. No kidding. I'm surprised by yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, uh, it was, it was interesting because I, I mean, pretty hard to Help save a guy's job when they're giving up 60 every week. I was going to say, and that was in your prime ripping years. (laughs) I mean, it's not your fault that Salem came along when it was incredibly convenient. No, it's like go for basketball, walking into the arena now for 30 years. People say, write something good, Ricey. And I said, not up to me. I got nothing to do with it. Yep. They'll tell them. Well, like Clem got you, right? Like Clem got Clem came and, but well, Clem... Not that you get Clem in. and I had some rows. He came down to the office once to scream at me, but we became buddies. You know, it was it was okay because when he was good, you, you wrote great things about yes. him. When he was bad, you said, "What's going on here?" But yeah, Clem got it. Clem and I are tight now. So, uh, but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know. They're the schedule's looking easier though, right? Because they got, you know, Northwestern is not going to be an opponent. You, you didn't know how bad they were going to be with Fitzgerald, but now you know without him. Right. And Michigan State is awful so with the whole Mel oh, Tucker thing. With the whole Mel Tucker yes. thing. So they got, who killed them last week? They got absolutely slaughtered by somebody. And, you know, the whole campus has turned on them. So. Well, yeah, at that school, I can see why. I mean, Larry Nasser. Yeah, that school's got some serious issues. Mm-hmm. You said Michigan State. I'll tell you who killed them on Saturday. Um, oh, at home to Washington, which is eighth yeah, in the country. Washington, forty-one to seven. Forty-one to seven. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, not much of a game. You know what is interesting to look at the ratings and to see the conference that has decided to explode itself. The Pac-12. It's got about Washington State and Oregon State are both rated. Yep. The two worst teams are Stanford and Cal. Stanford Stanford got beat by. Well, Stanford hasn't been good in football no, for a no. while. No, Remember the guy, David Lewis, everybody wanted him. Shaw. He, 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 yeah, he's going. He was going to be uh, He was going to be the NFL coach, yep. and they ran him out. And uh, uh, But uh, they got beat by. Some look that up. It's a non Washington State has F- been great. Yeah, Washington State. They beat the Badgers uh two weeks yes. ago now. And Oregon State's rated too. And they're both getting through they're both they're both going to the Atlantic the any coast conference, right? How how about Colorado though? How about that story? They although they did storm the field after beating Colorado State, State in overtime yes, and being and, and heavy favorites. Twenty some point favorites. Yeah, yeah, that that one was a little bit He's a jerk. He's an idiot. But he's certainly uh, got them. It's now racist if you uh, say he shouldn't wear sunglasses. Well, but did, did you watch you, that that game? Holy cow! Some some of the cheap shots in that game were incredible. Both sides. Yeah, more Colorado State, but really? I guess they I guess they got into a big fracas verbal more so before the game, and that that uh, Hunter kid who's yeah, the two A kid. They murdered him. If you saw the hit on him, oh my god. Like Where it, was it? It was it was on the sideline. He had basically been hit once, and the safety came in and just laid him out. Mm. And he kept playing, and then I think he had some issues, and they took him to the hospital. Mm. But it looked, it honest to God, looked like Jack Tatum in the seventies. Really? Wow. I mean, he laid. Yeah, him I out. saw. I read about that. They throw that kid out of the game. For uh, the yeah, I think they threw the kid out, but I mean, it was mm. nasty. Well, yeah, and it was it was amazing that Colorado State. Colorado State should have beat them, right? They had them beat, yes. and then they let them off the hook right they, at yep, the end. Yep, yep, yep. Ninety some. They shouldn't drive. have stormed the. Fi- they, if you're good, you don't storm the field for that win. No. Um, oh God, USC beats Stanford fifty-six to ten, and then on Saturday yeah, they this, got beat 30-23 by by 
I got to find it. Uh, Sacramento State. Sacramento State. I didn't even State. know who, who yeah. the Sacramento State, the which is uh, FCS, Big Sky team, basically. They are now one and two because Stanford beat Hawaii to start the season. Yeah, for Hawaii. Jim's in town here. You know, Jim lives in Hawaii. He's a, he's always got to check the rainbow score. The rainbows are now playing in a re, they they condemned Aloha Stadium, and they're now playing in a modified high school place with bleachers. That oh, that's holds, right, they did nine thousand or oh, something God. like that because Aloha's condemned, and they're talking about building this big complex out there and getting the Pro Bowl back and. They don't have any money, so the state. What Pro Bowl are they going to get back? It's a skills competition. Yes, now. yes, right. So much you're telling the Pro Bowl has been canceled. <laughs> yes, the message hasn't gotten to the West Coast. Like, how did? By the way, in retrospect, how were our ratings for the skills competition at the Pro Bowl? Oh. They still probably had better ratings than any, ratings. any other All Star game. Probably. They still probably had better ratings than any. Aside other from All-Star. baseball, maybe yeah. Well, man, baseball does a seven or something like that. They're, you know, they don't, you know, they all star game. NBA does. I give, I give football credit though, because that's they one. Said to hell with it. Good for them. I don't care what yeah. else they do. Yeah. That was the stupidest all star game. Well, plus it is the hardest game to, to play the real game. You know, if you play the real game in the Pro Bowl, you're going to get, people are going to get hurt. You know, every other sport is just because they're lazy. Right, you know, baseball. Well, right, have, baseball right. plays a semblance of the game. Yep. you know, the NBA and, and the NHL. No, no, NHL gave up. The NHL, the NHL idea isn't the worst though. Play three on three. What the hell? At least, right. You know, right. But but to your point, you don't go hard. You know, you purposely don't go hard, but you don't get hurt. Yeah. In football, you're right. Yeah. That's how you get hurt. Yeah. And they, I remember when Adrian went out there and got all the touchdowns, and that was his rookie year, MVP or the thing. And they weren't coming up and hit you then, but they were still kind of playing, and then they were hoping to win at the end of the game. Yeah. And, boy, the last 10 years of it was just finally giving it up. So, I don't know. what uh, uh, The Vikings, though, you know, as pessimistic as people should be after the first two games, there's no reason for pessimism when you look around. You know, you can – I've been saying all along, nine and eight wins the division. Maybe that's the thing. Yeah, nine and eight. Oh, and two does not kill you. You're going to split with Detroit. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to split with Green Bay, and you're going to beat the Bears twice. So you're four two, right? Yep. Bears are the division. So what are the Bears going to do when they go two and fifteen? And they think they uh, are they going to change quarterbacks? Then are they going to if they get the choice? Are they going to run Justin Fields out and change quarterbacks? I think they might have to, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't put up. I don't think you can just continue to put up with this and and the thing too though is if they do that what's the criticism of not drafting a quarterback this year unless you get the top pick again and this time take the player although give it up the cardinals that was a beautiful loss yesterday oh how did they do it very carefully i I tweeted out it was a great loss 28 to 7 it was i tweeted out at this point since I always like to say, since Cousins threw under the sticks, the Giants, I, and, and provided the loss. I looked some of this up. Because yeah. they get all mad. They have been outscored 106 to 14. Yeah. And then they got, then they scored. Then I looked like two hours later, and they gave up 20, what, 24 straight? They were they were out up twenty eight seven, and they lost thirty one seven. They were thirty one twenty eight. They were outscored. The Giants were outscored sixty to nothing to start the season. Yes, and then the Cardinals, or yeah, and then the Giants started to score. But I think the Cardinals are so they are going to get that uh, first pick if it kills them. That was in Arizona, right? Yes, yes. Who's playing for them? Who's their quarterback? Um, Joshua Dobbs, the guy that oh, was in really? Cleveland, and last they just year. brought him in to play. Yeah. So they're trying to lose. Them. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Who's coaching them? I don't even know. Uh, the Cardinals, no, uh, Jonathan Gannon, who was an assistant oh, for Zim here. Zim, and yeah. He, he was in Philadelphia. The D.C. in Philadelphia. <laughs> you know who was chuckling, though? Uh, the guy who went to Thailand when he got fired down in Kingsbury. Okay, yeah. Is he back from Thailand? Nobody knows. He, 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 He's off he, the grid, Pat. He got his check. He got on a plane and bought a one-way ticket to Thailand. He's off the grid. <laughs> That's the best resignation in the history of uh History of American sports. Not only is I, I'm 
not only I'm not answering your questions at a at a going away press conference, I'm going to Thailand. If you want to talk to me, find me on the beach in Thailand. It's great. That guy is. Uh, if you talk about a guy that didn't deserve a job, mm-hmm. he gets fired in college, gets the yes. OC job at Southern Cal, and the Cardinals come and say, "Please be our head coach." Well, yeah, I wonder. Well, that's because the they still got a Bidwell running them, right? Yes, the boss. Oh yeah, they're a They've always been. I mean, they're they're. They had the little blip with Larry Fitz and the boys, but uh, the gentlemen and uh, those guys. Yep. But Arians, but the Bidwells and the and the Detroit ownership or the Fords are. It's a it's been a battle for sixty years to see who can be the more inept. Ford still on the Piston. Uh, the the, the Lions, line, yes, they? yes, and he's he's dead. So his wife now his is wife in charge. His wife is in her nineties, but uh, which means she's probably not involved. Which is yeah, the best thing. She that, got a son or something that could have happened. Yeah, they. I, why did we get so amped up about them? The Lions? Because yeah. I'm telling you, because they got off to a one and six start, and yeah. then and then they played well, and everyone's excited because we don't think they suck. Yeah, but what they did last year was even when they were one and six. They just handed about three of those games away, right? Yeah, Including we, one here. Here, yes. Yeah. That's when he went for it on fourth down all the time and then decided to kick a field goal. Yeah, right. And it missed and the Vikings won. Yeah. That's uh yeah, I mean it, that one and six was you know. You don't lose that game yesterday if you're a good team. No, God no. At home? Yeah. No. So You're two and oh. It's uh the the, the the as I said though, the surprise two and oh to me is Tampa with gunslinger Baker Mayfield. Their 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 dream to get a high quarterback. I know. Get one of the three quarterbacks is uh, you know who I don't think is going to make her Stroud. I think he's you know he's okay. He's better than what they have, but he's physically he's going to get he's going to get knocked around. I think. How about Bryce Young for Carolina? He's yeah, a small yeah, guy. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's a little more mobile. I think he can stay away. Well, from Houston's him. not the place to be, by the way. Oh no! Like that's the thing is, is if you're going to put in, get put into a team's infrastructure. Yes. I don't want to be a Houston Texan. No, boy, they got a nice. Since Deshaun decided to go get another back rub, uh, they've uh, you know they've boy, do they go in the tank? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, twins. Twins. Magic number what? six. Uh have we talked about this uh, last week? Royce Lewis has changed the entire negative vibe about yes. this team. Yes. Everybody, everybody's kind of okay. They're gonna, you know, if you read Star Tribune comments and you read Twitter comments, they're the same jackasses. So don't worry about it. They're not, you know. Cheap. I love them all. I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, but cheap, cheap full ads and that whole thing. Yeah. No, they don't want to. But for the general public, the the. Feeling all year of what the hell is going on here has, you know, this kid has transformed that. And uh, uh, I did tweet out from Boston. Hey, did anybody on the TV mention that uh, this was his fourth Grand Slam in less than three weeks today? I can't imagine Dick's level of excitement when he hit that uh, next home run. But they're, uh, you know, the funny thing is, every time you mention what Arise is doing, it's assumed you're ripping the trade. Right. What Arise is doing is interesting. He, huh. They just swept, pounded the hell out of the Braves for three games in Miami, and he had eight hits and knocked in five runs. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. They're happy. You can be happy with Pablo, even though he had a five-run inning for no reason. But big thing, they got to bring Sonny back, don't they? They got to well, pay Sonny. What, yeah, but, I mean, what's Sonny going to want? And is Sonny going to... I I haven't sensed that he's exactly in love with the franchise. I think he probably likes his teammates, but I guess my question is, what's the price to bring him back, and does he want to come back? And what is this whole silly thing about Paddock might pitch before the year's I over? Why know. would you bring him? Why would you, you got other bring, bullpen options? You, yeah. You why would you bring? You got Lou now. Yeah. You know who's and Maeda can go to the bullpen. Yes, and we were talking a month ago that Varlin yeah made to be a reliever. Mm-hmm. Come in, throw hard, throw strikes, and what he's got up to a hundred now, for God's sakes! Right. And uh, so it would be, you know, let him not pitch for another six months, and you know, when his season starts next year, he's in your rotation. 
I don't understand that one. I don't know. Because I don't. I think, but they kind of do that, and then they say, "Oh, he's not, not going to pitch." But you're right on Royce. They did the same last year. They were talking about Maeda the same way yeah, into August, awesome. and then then gave him the year off. But you're right on Royce. Royce has been. I don't know that I've ever seen a guy change the perception of a team so quickly. No, it's and, and uh, you know, two thirds of it is performance, and a third of it is, hey, this guy's pretty good. This guy seems to be happy. Right, charisma. You know, but we have a. We have a negative vibe about Correa, you know, because the clutch hitting, the Dior comment, and a, he, he seems too smooth for school sometime. But, you know, he's an asset. Yep. He's yeah, a hell of a shortstop. shortstop. He's, a, he's an asset. So, I, I, it, you know, the cheap pole ads, boy, the cheap pole ads were certainly stupid for giving this guy all that money. So, which is it? You got to make your choice right here. He is a great shortstop. Either cheap, yeah, he is. And they kind of gave him those two games off out of the blue. By the way, has uh, manager Baldelli had the Twins yet? I uh, left the team yesterday to, yeah, I know. to be with the bride. With I her. don't I, know. I texted late last night to uh, Dustin and asked, and he said nothing, no word yet. But they were supposed to be delivered on the seventeenth. Okay, because he said that that do it now or you got to wait two weeks or something. So no. I'll sleep for him once that happens. No, and uh, good for him. He's going to, you know, take this uh, series off and maybe return when. What are they in Cincinnati? Three days, yeah. day off, and then they're home. Angels. Angels. Ooh. Without Otani. <laughs> yes. Who's is Trout playing now, or is Trout not playing? Not now? playing. Okay. Not playing. Well, this... He's another guy. They say they're going to trade him, and somebody pointed out, well, he's thirty-two, and he plays about half the time. He's another Bakhtiari. Yeah. He's yeah. He plays about half the time now, so he's another Buxton. All right. So all right. See ya. Yep.